This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for a better mental state. Eliminate self-defeating behaviours and be in more control. With your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A Mind Controlled Life podcast. With me, your host, Elaine Blidgen. So how are you today? Today here in, so let's say sunny Manchester, I'd be lying. It is torrential rain, lots and lots and lots of rain. So hopefully where you are, it is at least dry. Anyway, what are we going to discuss today? This is really interesting because when I get an idea, I write it down because, you know, they're like clouds. They come and go and they're very ephemeral and you can't always catch them. This is about sustainability, not anything to do with the environment, not anything to do with what we buy and whether we should recycle things or not. This is about sustainability of your behaviour. This is interesting because I was thinking about why people do what they do, because you know I love that. Anything to do with mindset, I love. But if we want to change then then what? How does that work? How does that happen? And actually, it came from a post, not a, well, yes, a, not a post, a comment on one of my posts, where this lady was saying that in order to overcome her fears and insecurities, especially about being on live and doing lives, she just put herself on there and learned how to be comfortable doing it. And so I said, wow, brilliant. I know that was never me. I've tried that immersion therapy. No, does not work for me. So I said, that's brilliant. And for those who can't do that, the mindset way, my way is the way to go. And as I looked at the comment, I thought, well, will people actually get that? Will they understand what I mean? Probably not. Because another comment I got, which was, well, mindset means lots of different things to different people. And I thought, okay, I can go with that too. So what I thought I'd do is try to explain where I'm coming from as clearly as I possibly can so that you get it. So that if you are new here, welcome. Thank you for listening. If you are a regular listener of mine, thank you and welcome. I still want to make this as applicable to you and your work life and your home life, true, as possible. So sustainability of our behaviour. This is where it starts. If you want to have something that you've not already got in your life, that means you need to change something. Usually that means changing how you do something or how you come at it. You still therefore have to change something. And the key word here is change. So for the new behavior to take effect, you have to change something that you're already doing, stop doing something or start doing something new, i.e. something has to change. Then you have to do the behavior and then you have to sustain it over the long term if you want to keep that change. That's one model. I'm going to come back to why I don't do it that way. This is how we have been brought up to 
change. This is what everybody knows about change. This is how everyone thinks change works. And yet that didn't work for me. If I was seven-year-old, a 10-year-old, you know, very, very young, and I was immersed into a situation where certain people were acting in a certain way, I would probably adopt it quite easily because I'd have less angst, less baggage with me to say I couldn't do it, shouldn't do it, it'd be too scary to do it. I'm not saying it wouldn't be there, but I'd have less of it. So the older we get, the more mental baggage we carry, the more difficult it gets for us to willingly change. Sometimes we have to be adaptable, but if we had a choice, we probably wouldn't. In saying all of this, I know that you want to change your behaviour or you wouldn't be listening to me. I still want to change some of my behaviours, which start with my reactions, which starts with my mindset, which starts with my beliefs, which comes from my conditioning. You can see there's lots of layers here and I still want to change. So my focus, my pet focus is work and the workplace. And I was saying yesterday on one of my on my lives that if you do not have to leave your job in order to be able to cope better, then you shouldn't have to. And I'm here to help you to do that. And now I'm saying to you today, when you, as you're listening to me, is that if you do not have to feel angst or fear or uncertainty or insecurity around change, then you don't have to. You shouldn't have to. And I'm here to help you not have to. And this is the key. When I was reading that comment from that lady that just jumped in and just did the lives and then she's fine with it now. And I look at how I do things. I couldn't do that. I tried to do that. And in fact, it was from one of the CBT books. And they had it in there that in order to confront your fears you need to it's not called I don't think it's called immersion therapy it's called something else but it's like immersion therapy where you just jump in and get on with it so at my public speaking group we had quite a few new people come and in the end they can sit there they can feel whatever they feel but they have to get us up and talk or they don't get up and talk And they don't ever feel comfortable because all they want to do is feel comfortable. And I absolutely get that. What I did at the time was I did what they had to do, which is get up and say who I was and why I was there. And as angst-making as that was, I had no other way of doing that. What I know now, and in fact what happened I kept doing that. I kept going because I believed that that was the only way to overcome how uncomfortable I felt in front of others. And in the end, once I learned how to change in a way that was more comfortable for me, I realized that every single thing that I've ever done, everything I do with my clients, everything I'm talking to you about is about your personal growth and your personal change in a way that is comfortable. So we've got change and we've got comfortable. And these could be seen as oxymorons, but they're not. So that comment triggered me to thinking, yeah, for those of us that can't just jump in and do it without it feeling uncomfortable, we we have to find another way. Now, there'll be somebody else listening to this at some time, and they'll be thinking, well, that's just the way it is. If you want to overcome your fears, you're going to have to feel uncomfortable. 
And that might be so. But I cannot do that by just standing there and facing my fears. It doesn't work. And I think it doesn't work for me and for people like me, which you might be like me, because I spent my entire life living in irrational fear. And I get it, it was irrational. But for me, it felt so real. And I lived with that for not just one year, not 10, not 20, but the in fact, my entire life of irrational fear makes me hypersensitive to not wanting to feel uncomfortable. So there had to be another way. And that's where my brain went. There has to be another way that I can get this thing that all these other people are enjoying, but without the fear. And so I went online and I looked at change. How do people really feel about change? What came up in Dr. Google was change is inevitable. Yes, it is. And most of us go kicking and screaming to that change. We don't embrace it. We may know that we should or we wish that we could, but we don't. I didn't embrace change just because somebody said it was a good idea to. I reluctantly had to accept or I resigned myself to the change. But now I accept it. Now I actually look forward to changing. But I didn't when I started. So I found this blog post about change. And honestly, it was the most depressing thing I've ever read. This is what one article said about change. She says, change is uncertain. Change is hard work. Change takes effort. Change is difficult. Change is a threat. Change makes you resistant. Change is unknown. Change is a struggle. Change takes time. Change is exhausting. Change is a fight. Change is draining. Change is not guaranteed. And I think there was another one. Change is... That's it, I think. But how many different ways of negatively thinking about change can one person write an article? Her beliefs screamed at me as I read them. All these negativities about change. Now, this is not just her, obviously. Most of us have a negative relationship with and about change. And yet, we read the self-help books. We go on our retreats. We do these weekend things. We do our journaling. We do our meditation. All in which to change. But nobody, well, I can't say nobody because I know now, but very few people are talking about a way to change without the fear, without the angst, without the uncertainty. And that's what I thought, well, I'm going to have to talk to you about this because you can do it. And that's what I wanted to say yesterday on my live. I wanted them to understand that the, the reason why we do what we do, what, the reason why I focus on work, the reason why I want them to feel comfortable at work is because they don't have to feel uncomfortable. They don't have to leave their job to find somewhere else that's less stressful. They don't have to put up with somebody else's poor behaviour and take it personally. And in fact, that leads me on to another story on LinkedIn. Somebody, I'd read somebody... Did I write a post or was I responding to somebody's post? It doesn't really matter. The upshot is this person said that managers in the workplace are to blame 
are to blame for how their workers feel. Really seriously, she wrote this. And so I had to come back at that. No way is that true. But you might believe it and you might be shouting at me and throwing paper aeroplanes at the <laughs> at the, the laptop or your phone as you're listening to me. But no, they are not to blame. And I can hear what you're saying. You say, well, no, what about if you're being bullied? What if about if you're being marginalised? What if about you're being picked on, gossiped about? What if people don't like you? What if they're giving you too much work? That's all down to the management. I get it. And I'm not coming from a place where my work record was so spotless and everything was so hunky-dory wonderful. I'm coming from a place where I was bullied and intimidated and marginalised and gossiped about and spoke about and rejected in the workplace. I've come from that place. I've also got some really good experiences at being at work too. So, But I'm only focusing on the problem side of things here. So I'm coming from that perspective and knowing what I knew then and knowing what I know now... Change does not have to be difficult. Change does not have to be awkward. Change does not have to be uncertain if you know how. So when I wrote in response to this and I said, if we blame other people for where we are in our life or at work, what does that mean then? What then? I mean, that seriously, what then? So, okay, this manager is a total pain in the ankle. They are bad at their job. They're making my life a misery. If I blame them for that and take that blame as being their fault that I'm feeling the way I feel, now what? I have to then wait for them to change. And as we can see from that one article, all the different beliefs that people have around change, People aren't going to embrace it. And if they're in that position of power, why should they change? Which is another story I had on a conversation with someone who's just starting a new, started a new job. And she's finding that she's not getting people to be as compliant as she would like. And I said, well, why should they? No, really, why should they? Why should you change? Why should I change to accommodate somebody else's insecurities, fears, self-doubts? low self-confidence, low self-esteem. Why should that even happen? It doesn't. We're in the real world now. And as much as I would love it, I would love it if everybody around me parted the waves for me and made life easier. It never happened and it never will. The only reason that I can do this now and talk to you as I'm talking to you today, the only reason that I can do the lives, the only reason I can do those blog posts and everything else that puts me more visible is because I've changed my beliefs. It's not because I got older and wiser. It's not because people around me are nice. Because yes, obviously some are. I'm I'm being quite focused on, we're just focusing on those people that aren't and the situations that aren't great. So, but how do you then cope in that situation? What do you do? Do you shrink back and then, or leave your job to go and work somewhere else where you think it won't happen again because it will? What do you do? Do you carry these beliefs with you? Even if somebody is, I mean, seriously, there are some not very nice people to work with. I've been around them. But what do I do with that? Do I carry it and carry it and carry it for the rest of my life and die believing that other people are to blame for where I am and all the while I'm the one that's suffering? I'm shouting at you, aren't I? I know I am. I'm really passionate about this. 
I absolutely get it. I really do. And even if you're sitting there saying, no, Elaine, you don't, you've not been where I've been. I know I haven't been where you've been. You've not been where I've been either. And I know from the fact that I have not been in a good place working and I didn't have that great comfort place from my family life either. Change is only difficult because we don't know how to change and it'd be easy. Let me say that again. Change is only difficult because we do not know how to change in an easy way. Everything is relative. And so what my message that I wanted to give to you today is that there is a way in which you can change without the uncertainty. There is a way that you can change without it being hard work. There is a way that you can change without it feeling so difficult. There is a change where you can change with certainty. Yet there is a change where you can change without it having to feel like a fight. Every single one of those points that she mentioned in her article, there's always a way to do it the opposite way, if you know how. The best way to do that is obviously to contact me and I will show you how you can change without all of that. The second way is to contact me and I will teach you what I know so that you can be in any situation in the future and you don't have to be floored by it. Will you always be in pleasant situations? No, of course not. And that's the point. I've just coined the phrase of bulletproofing your mindset from somebody else who was talking about bulletproofing your confidence or having bulletproof confidence. Bulletproof mindset is the same thing. We only flounder and fall because we don't have the necessary coping skills and strategies to help us. And that's another thing that I mentioned on that live as well. Everybody has their coping skills. Everybody has their coping strategies. And those people that look like they're in control, the genuine ones that are in control and they're just getting on with it and it's not flooring them. They've got coping strategies and coping skills that allow them and enable them to do that. And it's up to us to learn how to have the same because they're not superhuman. They will have insecurities and fears and self-doubts and they have coping strategies that allow them to cope with things and thrive in situations that we can only dream of thriving in. And that's my message. It's all about change, but it's always about how do we change who we are, how we behave, how we think so that we can get this goal that we're after. Because otherwise, why we would need to. If we were the only person on a desert island and there was nobody else around, do we need to change? Not really. We can still be angry. We can still be impatient. We can still be fearful and scared. And it's only circumstance that will make us think, well, actually, if I'm the only person here, I might as well just embrace it and be okay with it because scaring myself to death is not any good. But we're not. We're not the only person on the island. We are around other people. Even if we work for ourselves, we will be around and we will interact with people. And they can trigger us. And we want to know how to stop that trigger from needling its way into our psyche and making us see life from that perspective. And that's yet another story that I can go into, but I won't because we're already getting towards the time where I need to be wrapping this up. The big message for you is honestly... Don't believe what you read about change. The only reason that you found it difficult, the only reason that I found it difficult is because I didn't know how to make it easy. And now I do. So I invite you to give me a call and contact me and let's talk to see if I can help you. I know I can, but anyway, call me.
even if you want to learn how to want to do this, you still need to call me and I can teach you how. Change does not have to be difficult. Change does not have to be hard. I can help you to have change without the struggle. Some people can just jump in and get on with it. That was not me and I suspect that's not you. If you've come from a past where you've been anxious, where you've been, you've had depression, where you've felt insecure, you've had low self-esteem and, you know, whatever else, change is not all that ways that easy for us. So there has to be another way in which we can have what other people have, which is to be happy, healthy and wealthy, which is to be able to be around people, interact with them and not come home ruminating about the things that they say to us. It's coming home and thinking, I enjoyed that. It's coming home, even though somebody else has given you some criticism or some unnecessary or wanted help and feedback or they've judged you in some way and not being flawed by that. Because we cannot control other people around us. And at one point in my life, I wanted that to be true. I wanted to be able to control everybody and everything around me because I didn't know how else to cope in life. So for those people and those situations that are not going to be conducive to what we value, what we believe, it is not sustainable to think that everybody else needs to change. And that was what came out from that post on LinkedIn. She put the blame squarely at the feet of the managers. And I'm not condoning bad managers. That's not what this is about. This is about knowing that we don't have to be flawed by their behaviour then we have a choice in how we want to react to that. We want to respond in a way that leaves us empowered so that if we are around that bad manager, we can either we, we can either confront them, confront the system, get legislation changed, or we can leave it. But we have a choice in how we want to respond to that. But reacting and saying, well, they're to blame for my bad mood, which I take out on my family and friends, doesn't do you any good, does it? There are real practical help that you can have if you're in that situation and I'm hoping that if you've listened to any of my other podcasts that you're getting the message that this is about you being empowered this is about you having the ability to thrive in a life that can feel so difficult if you come from a place where I've come from where I'm hypersensitive to criticism people's opinions and the world it's less so now. I'm starting to bulletproof my mindset against it all. And it's absolutely the best place to be. And I want you to join me so we can play. Yeah? So I hope you got a lot out of this episode. I hope it sparked something in you to think, yeah, I want that. I want what she's having. Do you remember that film? Men Harry Met Sally. And they're in the restaurant and she was doing, you know, the, you'd have to go on YouTube and see the famous part when Harry met Sally in the restaurant. And somebody else says to the waiter, I want what she's having. <laughs> it was so funny. And yeah, if you want what I've got, come to me and I can help you get it. If you know how to do this for yourself, then really just do it. Let me know and we can play together and we can help other people and inspire them to take the action too. And that's it. You can have a mind-controlled life, not because I say so, but because you've already got within you the capability of doing so. You just need a helping hand to push you in the right direction. And this is where you can find it. And with that, enjoy your week and I'll speak to you soon.